welcome, 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 welcome. A bar live episode 21 in the house. Welcome to another week. We go over the news, sports, and entertainment throughout the week. We give you our perspective and keep you informed to make so you can make balanced decisions on your life. Uh, this week, we are all the way live, like always, from Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, we have a special guest with us today, uh, artist. Uh, she had an exhibit in Phoenix called uh, The Blending Insanity. We have Sheree Williams here. What up? Did I say that correct? Yeah. Okay. I want to make sure you know I'll be And it's pleading that. insanity. It's what? Pleading insanity. Pleading? What I write down? Blending. Oh, well, fuck that up. <laughs> 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 My bad. I don't know where I got that from, bro. Anyway, where'd you come up with the name for the uh for the exhibit? Um so actually before this show, I was gonna throw another show that was called i locked my keys in my car uh-huh. but literally a week before the show was about to um happen the pandemic happened everything had to shut down right yeah so um i was in my garage and like i felt like i was going a little insane because like plus with everything with my whole like with the world being shut down then my whole shit shut down so it was right. like i'm trying to like you know what i'm saying right. so I felt like I was going crazy. I felt yeah. like a madman. I felt like a mad scientist type, you know? Definitely. So um, I came up I came up with the title before, like a year before I even started making the artwork. Okay. For it. Um, and I felt like the title allowed me to do whatever I wanted to because that's what it is when you plead insanity, right? Oh, I did it, but it's right. because I'm crazy though. Right. Oh, you know? so. have to have a rhyme or reason. Everything can just be insane. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. So what you... What was you going toward for the exhibit to, to try to get people to understand about your art? Through my art, I I like people to take their own interpretation. Okay. Um, a lot of my work is fueled through I'd say in the collection, so the first piece um, of the series is called You're All Welcome. Okay. It stemmed from me feeling like I was giving more than I was receiving. I was also in my tattoo apprenticeship. It was almost up. So it mm-hmm. was like, I just felt like, you know, like, you know, give it, like I said, giving more than I'm receiving. Yeah. Um, and through, if you pay attention in the, uh, if you pay attention to the order of the pieces and you look at the titles, mm-hmm they start to move into a different perspective. So um, the last piece is called intuition, which is going back and looking at, well, what are you doing for you to feel these ways? If you feel like, you know what I'm saying? If you feel like you're giving too much, it's because you need to take a step back. It's because you are. So I I guess the, um, it fueled from a lot of anger that I had and the perception just as I was getting that anger out in every piece, the perception mm-hmm. just changed and you can see it. Right. So, and that's what it's art is all about. It's so emotional. Yeah. You know, and that's why some of the better artists are, you know, they say common uh, insane. So, <laughs> so, uh, what was that Van Gogh cut his ear off? Right. Um, uh, we have others that, that were definitely insane and that, you know, and sometimes I think that art is, is just, has to be seen from a different side of of when you're 
looking up and you're looking at it, especially art when you're when you're doing abstracts and you're doing um different paintings where you have to come up with the idea of what you think of uh the artist trying to where the artist is trying to take you and i think uh people's perspective of that you know details where they come from or where they may have been in life and i like how art can kind of takes you in that flow whatever you feel or may feel you know what i'm saying that's the way the art will take you, you know what i mean it's and everybody may have a different path you know with that art and i like how your exhibit is bringing that to the to the to the forefront and you how did you get started with art did you go to a school or anything like that or are you just uh i started painting on shoes when i was like 16 in high school okay. um and i started making money from it so i was like okay like this is this is cool right. you know so i just started <laughs> on sneakers um and then i moved to canvases and people started asking for canvases um and then i got a mentor i say when i got a mentor mm -hmm. it was a game changer and i just listened to everything um when it really kicked off let's see summer so going into my senior year, before going into my senior year, okay. I spent that whole summer volunteering at the art center okay. with my mentor. So she would teach and I sit in her, sit with her every single day. Wow. Yeah, and just pick up game. Right. So. That was dope for her to take you under her wing and show you everything. And she was, was she a known artist or painter? Yeah, and Miss Antoinette Colley. Oh, okay. I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly who that is. She's definitely a great artist, man. I know she had a great, a uh, big mural uh, downtown uh, mm -hmm. Phoenix, and she had a lot. She has a lot of great paintings. Uh, where we used to record our show at, uh, I think Iraq had a couple of her paintings in the mm -hmm. studio. He did. We at, oh, yeah, you guys so. know Iraq? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. We used to we used to record at that at a, at his studio uh, for two years. In fact, you know what I'm saying we recorded there. Uh, you know, Phoenix, small small city. Everybody know everybody, mostly. So yeah, we we worked with him for a while, man, with uh, the Daniel and Tita podcast. You know, um, that was a big show for us, big thing for us. We did that for a couple of years with them. But uh, she's uh, definitely a dope artist, and she over. In she is. She's actually back right now, though. She's got she's got an exhibit in Phoenix that's oh, opening. Okay. Yeah, the okay. beginning of April. Dope. So dope. she's here right now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, that's must. That's definitely got to be a must see because she's always doing great art, man. She's an excellent artist. And um, I love what she's doing and uh, where she's going. And uh, definitely, man, it's how did you, how did you run into her? Was it a situation that you just knew her, or you just happened to run into her and then go from there? Um, like I said, I just started making the art, and my stepdad, I guess, was following her, and mm -hmm. he reached out to her. Wow. Yep. And then from there, yeah. Yeah, man, she's a really cool person, man. So I know that you know she. We'll reach out and uh, and help others. So that's definitely dope that she did that for you. Um, what were some of your inspirations uh, besides Antoinette uh, to, to get started in art and everything? I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. Somewhere right. that I could do whatever I wanted to do. Right. And that was art. And it made me happy at the same time. So... So you just no no one artist that you felt like um, you looked at or you you figured your your style to be more like when you start drawing or nothing like that. It was just all off the top of your dome when you just just styling. For the most part, I yeah. I started off with more like cartoons and everything. Oh, hold on, my mom, yeah. my mom, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, always up. she was always she still does. Um, always drawing pictures for people. Very uh, very good with black and gray. Um. She paints as well, but growing up, her 
mm-hmm. doing, doing hair, just having so many different side hustles. Right. So yeah, I'd say the first inspiration, my mom, for sure. Definitely. Parents is always, always there. My, um, my brother was a dope, a big inspiration for me, uh, drawing myself. So I used to always watch him draw. So that, that made me want to myself, you know, you, uh, you draw inspirations by others others that are close to you so uh you um how long has your exhibit been going down in phoenix there since march 4th fourth and how's you how do you feel it's been going have you learned anything have you this is your first one right um uh, this is this is my first one with the gallery yeah okay. like a first official exhibit that's up for more than mm-hmm. the night um yeah i feel good i feel like um I feel like I want to elaborate on this collection even more. So all the time that was put into making it mm-hmm. now taking the time to see where it's going to go, right, you know, right, as far right. as, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's what it's about. You know I mean? You, um, you just always trying to get better as an artist, you know, just grow yourself and, and trying to get, uh, a better, like I said, make yourself into a, a great artist. I mean, you're already on that path. You're an excellent artist, man. It's, it's, Beautiful work that you're putting in. I um, I wanted to ask you, you exhibit. Then, what exactly? What are some of the things that you've learned that you can take into your other exhibit, or you can take into others that you may so show others when they come to you to take someone under your wing? Next exhibit that I have, I'm going to make sure. We can really do our own thing with space. Mm-hmm. Um, they there's installations where galleries will let you paint the walls to go with wow. your things. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. get it more of a feel of what you're trying to bring into the room, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think that just to be able to to really set the whole like when you walk in, you feel like you're somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as like. Anyone I take under my wing? She just had to throw her two cents in. I see. I I mean, I just, I don't know. Tell them everything that I do, pretty much, (laughs) you know? You're more of an action, you know what I'm saying? Putting in action, you know what I mean? Checking it out. You're always, um, you're from Phoenix? Mm -hmm. Yeah, born and raised. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, what about from, you? I'm from St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Your family's from here also. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Um, it's rare that you meet people that's from here and born and raised because it's everyone somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely, man. And and um, what are some of the things that you see for the uh, for the future for yourself? Like, uh, what is it that you're trying to to build upon? Are you do you want to be um, uh, just to sell your painting? Is it uh, to grow a company, uh, artist company? Are you building uh, maybe to have your own gallery one day? Um, those yeah. some some of the things some of your in, yeah all above really right. just building the Sheree Williams brand because right. it's not it's just the brand it's not me you know right. what I'm saying it's the paintings it's the bags that you get with your merchandise it's right. the cuts you know what i'm saying right. all of it um yeah and i would like to do my own gallery like yeah. honestly what would be dope is if next i'd even be 
Put it on two. Middle one, right? Run us to a commercial real fast. In fact, we'll be right back. There's only one name for news with Damon and Aisha. Habari Live Podcast. Habari Entertainment. A race against time. On a quest for glory. Habari News Weekly, HabariEntertainment.com. Catch us for more. Visit us, HabariEntertainment.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are here with Sheree Williams, uh, artist, runner of the... Pleading Insanity. There we go. Pleading Insanity, my bad. I wrote it down the wrong, the wrong way and keep forgetting. No disrespect to your, to your gallery. I respect everything you're doing and uh, want to see you do great things in the future and uh, get you a, hopefully everything goes right for you for the rest of the year and your, and your, um, your exhibit goes well. I, um, I'm also, you said uh, Antoinette was your, your inspiration, right? You said one of the people that took you under your wings. Mm-hmm. A mentor. And, uh, mentor that mentor, yeah. definitely. Um, you um, see yourself doing that type thing for someone in the future where you would under your wing and uh, show them how things are done. And Definitely. Yeah. I would like to, I would like to open up a school like uh, professor X. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but artist edition, Definitely. any, all type of art forms though. Yeah. That would be great. Um, I mean, you are a, an inspiration for many around here, man. And, and a lot of people don't get the chance to, have an exhibit that to how dope that is people need to really realize that and that's why we wanted to get you in here man because it's so so dope and um and you're just you know thriving to do your thing and that's and that's a big thing around here because many people uh, just sit around and talk about things you know and they don't get it done and um i'm definitely um in awe of what you're doing and we want to give you applause here and uh, make sure you keep it going, man. And uh, go down and see your, her exhibit. And let, let them know where it's at. Everything and, um... Okay. It's with Nine, the gallery. Um, the building that it's in is called the Lawrence Building. Okay. Let me put the address. Yeah, definitely. 515 East Grant Street. All right. There you go, man. Cool. And uh, what times is it? Is it open? And what time does it shut down? Uh, it's actually a cool space because it's it's a shared space so they're okay. open regular business hours and then um like friday saturdays they're open later at night okay so like 10 11 or something like that. all right that sounds great man so people get out and go check it out and go see the lovely exhibit by sheree williams and what she's doing and this lovely arts artist who has a great future going and uh we want to make sure we uh get behind her and support what she's doing out here in phoenix 
And uh, that's what we're all about at Abari Entertainment. How you feeling over there, Aisha? Pretty good. Uh, I know we had the Chill. little one doing a little talking. I know you guys heard it. She wanted to put a two cents in the day. She had all the all the comments. This right. Morning. She usually don't say much, but she get on the mic and just be quiet. Right. Any other time. But anyway, do you do you have the Habari News um I do. picture in picture? You good to go? All right. So first, I think I wanted to talk about we're going to go about a little stories here with uh, we talk about stories through the week, Kabari Weekly and everything. Sheree. So if you want to, you know, uh, chime in or anything that you feel as though uh, you have an opinion on whatever at any time. Um, first thing that we want to talk about today is uh, GOP senators push misleading portrayal of Kentucky Brown Jackson's record on child porn cases. Uh, so during the her um, writings or during the trial, I'm, I was going to say they they um, wanted the Republicans try to you know drag her through the mud. To, uh, this is Joe Biden's pick for a uh, Supreme Court. Uh, so the GOP, you know, they've running their normal attacks as normal and uh, doing their thing, what they do, and they're trying to uh, make her look bad. And uh, they tried to run, bring up uh, some remarks and decisions that uh, she wrestled with uh, highly sensitive issues of child pornography crimes. And they were the focus of a new GOP line of attack on President Joe Biden's pick. Uh, Missouri Republican Senator Josh Howley zeroed in on that area of Jackson's record with a Wednesday night Twitter thread highlighting examples that he sensationally described as a pattern of letting child offenders off the hook uh, for their appalling crimes, including a Lou, a law review note she published as a student, her work on the U.S. Sentencing Commission and her approach to cases as a judge. Uh, Every parent in America cares about child porn offenders. I do, Holly told CNN on Thursday. I think everybody watching this hearing is going to want to hear these uh, questions asked, but a CNN review of the material in question showed that Jackson has mostly followed the common judicial sentencing practice in these kinds of cases, and that Holly took some of the comments out of context by suggesting that they were opinions rather than follow-up questions to some subject matter experts. So, uh, I mean, Republicans, they tried to take it to task for a few other things too. Um, uh, this dude from Texas, uh, I can't remember his name right now. Cruz, Cruz, he he had a lot to say. I think um, South surprised. Carolina, he he had a lot to say. He got upset. Uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, they was upset. So I mean, hopefully, I think she she's gonna get through. Uh, so I'm hopefully everything goes through for. But we did have Senator Booker. Uh, he had some glowing words to say about her. Did, did you see that video? I loaded up. Should be in uh, restream. Yes, I do. Yeah, run that for me. I went to law school. I didn't serve on the law review. You did. I didn't clerk at every level of the federal court. You clerked for a Supreme Court justice, one widely respected on both sides, which really shaped you. And you did not get there because of some left-wing agenda. 
He didn't get here because of some dark money groups. You got here how every black woman in America who's gotten anywhere has done by being <laughs> like Ginger Rogers said, I did everything Fred Astaire did, but backwards in heels. <laughs> and I want to tell you, when I look at you, this is why I get emotional. I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're a person that is so much more than your race and gender. You're a Christian, you're a mom, you're, you're, you're an intellect, you love books. But for me, I'm sorry, I, I, it's hard for me not to look at you and not see my mom, not to see my my cousins, one of them who had to come here and sit behind you. She had to be, she had to have your back. I see my ancestors and yours. Nobody's going to steal the joy of that woman in the street or the calls that I'm getting or the texts. Nobody's going to steal that joy. You have earned this spot. You are worthy. You are a great American. And uh, Booker, you know, that was pretty dope. You know what I'm Especially after, you know, to come to her rescue, kind of, because all Republicans would come with so many crazy attacks. Um, I think you have to get the door. If you can. A crazy morning this morning. Nothing's going right. Everything's going wrong and left, but it's all good. We're going to keep it, it going. Yes. <laughs> it's all good. But um, anyway, uh, that was um, pretty dope, man. And it's the first time a black woman is going to be on the Supreme Court. So it's a pretty big deal. So I understand how Mr. Booker is getting uh, emotional. Senator Booker is getting emotional because uh, this is something that, that should have happened years ago. But, uh, you know, I think more women should be in these positions. I mean, men have been doing it for 400 years, fucking it up. Let's get some different people in there, man, with, with different looks and different views and see if we can get something going, man. But um, we're going to go on to the next story. I want to talk about the... Uh, you still in that crying? What's up, bro? I'm good. How you doing, man? I'm good. Um, we wanted to talk about a uh, East St. Louis uh, Broadview Hotel is eyed for redevelopment. This is over in East St. Louis, Illinois. You know what I'm saying? It's a big uh, deal to me because, you know, I was born here in this um, it's a downtrodden city that, uh, that they, I think they're trying to uh, bring back. Um, I couldn't bring the pictures that I wanted to bring in that I was going to show you how the city was going to look and what they wanted to do for the future. But the seventh-story Broadview Hotel in downtown East St. Louis is being redeveloped into a senior and veterans housing. Uh, Illinois State Senator Christopher Belt, um, the Centerville uh, 57th District, made the announcement uh, via press release that the, the state senate is funding the redevelopment over a 100-year-old building. The project is being funded by the Rebuild Illinois Plan, which passed both chambers of the Illinois State House and signed by Governor J.B. Pritzker in uh, 2019. The amount of money going towards this uh, project is $1.5 million. Uh, according to a 2020 report issued by the city of East St. Louis, the project will consist of 109 units, senior and veteran living apartment community that will also serve as a home to a transit-oriented district senior services center. 
The TOD Service Center will provide community-based support and services and act as a link to specific resources for older adults that include health and wellness programs, statistical support, computer information technology, and educational programs. It's a big deal because you know you've been you've been to East St. Louis, babe. You know how it looks, man. It is terrible. You know, so uh they're they're talking about revitalizing East St. Louis and trying to make it uh the downtown area at least a, a, a vibrant area where people can come spend money and and you know chill out and that in my lifetime it's never been like that so that that would be dope you know to, to be able to go down there and visit and um and and be able to just kick back and be outside and have you know it'd be different man because it's always been so violent but uh in local news i think i got a picture of alistair dale up there might be able to bring that up she's still in there crying mm -hmm. Alice all right so uh she is no longer maricopa county attorney as resignation goes into effect in a statement released by monday afternoon adele stated i am proud of the money the many accomplishments of the maricopa county's attorney office during my tenure including policies that seek justice in a fair and equitable manner hold violent offenders accountable protect the rights of crime victims and other families safe uh her resignations comes after a growing list of scandals and failures dating back to her election in November 2020. Adele has largely deflected responsibilities for what has happened under her leadership, causing many in the office and the community to criticize the lack of accountability in the office. Uh, yeah. She, she dropped the ball, man. She was just, I don't know what she was doing. To her defense, she was recently hospitalized in 2022. Yeah. Well, not this year, but but don't you hire somebody to 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 to, to look, take your place to look over what you're doing while you're in the hospital instead of just to. dropping the ball on cases and letting criminals go loose? You're supposed to. I mean, that's that's ridiculous, man. I mean, how many people did they say? I I don't remember how many cases has failed through the cracks because of this, ladies. Uh, but um, it's definitely criminals that's on the loose right now because of the decisions that she's made, which is definitely bad. You got anything uh today? I do. Um, let me my information because I'm not prepared. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, that's not new, but <laughs> it's whatever. Oh, that's how you gonna do me today? <laughs> okay, I got you. Is you are you on? Put it on two. I'm on three. Are you on you? Yeah. All right, give me give me a second. I'm gonna go try to help you out. I did have a Habari News Weekly story this week. So this week um, in Habari News Weekly, we are going to discuss um, the grandmother. Well, she's a great grandmother. Excuse me. Um, she was charged with second degree murder after a seven month old was killed in a dog mauling in Georgia. Um, authorities charged the 56 year old woman with murder friday after she was um released from the hospital um she was injured and her seven month old great granddaughter was killed um they were attacked by a dog uh, they said the attack unfolded tuesday afternoon in martinez which is a suburb about 10 miles away uh 10 miles from augusta according to the sheriff's office deputies responded and found the great grandmother Migdala, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing the name correctly or not, uh, Guadalupe and her 
granddaughter being treated uh, by fire crews injury, according to the incident report. Both had multiple lacerations and puncture wounds. The child was not breathing and fire crews were performing CPR on her, according to the sheriff's office. She was then taken to the hospital where she was pronounced dead. The great-grandmother was released from the hospital on Friday afternoon and arrested for a methamphetamine possession and second-degree murder. Uh, there are additional details that led to these charges that um, sheriff's office is not releasing at this time. Uh, the deputies did also say that um, the great-grandmother was renting the property and was the only renter there. Uh, the dog had belonged to a woman who owns the residence. The owner of the home is, is in jail and her brother, who is a co-owner of the property, responded to the scene, according to deputies. Uh, according to the neighbors who told WAGT, the dog was a American bulldog, great Pyrenees mix. So who did the grandma kill? The grandma didn't kill anyone. She's in charge of the baby. She then? was she was babysitting the granddaughter. Uh, and the grand her and the granddaughter was attacked. And they're charging. Oh, was she on? She was on meth. Yeah, she had. It said that she had possession of meth. So I don't know who or how the dog. It, it's like they said they have other details that they're not releasing at this time. So we'll have to wait until those details are released. But at this time it stands that she had methamphetamine in her possession while she had the, the granddaughter, but they did quarantine the dog. Uh, they said the dog is going to be in quarantine for about 10 days. To me, it's just poor baby. Right. It's just, it's not cool. Like you have a dog, it needs to be on a leash or, you know, if you have small kids around, you you need to make sure the dog is not around the small kids, mm -hmm. especially babies mm -hmm. when they're that. I don't so. like, I don't, I do not like that. Just because your dog is comfortable off with you does not mean a dog is still a dog. You know? Instincts. A dog has animal instincts. Right. That it will react off of for whatever reasons you don't know. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, they're saying that the dog belongs to a woman who owned the residence. To me, who, who is that owner? Is it That's a great grandmother? Is it someone else? And she's just renting, you know, they're saying she's a renter at the property. So who, whoever owns this dog owns this property needs to come forward or they need to release who, who that is. Mm -hmm. And it's sounds, I don't want to make assumptions because we don't know anything, but right. it sounds like if it's the owner's dog, it sounds like they're comfortable. So they're comfortable with their dog walking around with no leash. Right. And then especially at a, and then, you know, for the great grandmother, how are you in possession of meth? Why you got your, your great granddaughter with you? It's all bad. It's just all bad. All the way around. All the way around. All the way around. It was just all bad. Sad situation. But, you know, that was my Hollywood, um, my, my Habari News Weekly story for this week. But, you know, we could go ahead and move on into Hollywood hotness. So, you know, if you have anything to add to those stories, you can add to that as well.
This week, we'll be discussing Cardi B and her sister, Hennessy. Um, after, uh, so Cardi B and her sister were sued for uh, defamation um, by some MAGA supporters after they called them racist. Um, it says our sister, it says Cardi and our sister Hennessy were sued by three people in North in New York City over a squabble in the Hamptons back in September of 2020. Uh, Hennessy and her friends showed up uh, at a Smith Point Beach and ran into the other beachgoers, one of whom was wearing a MAGA hat. The three three people uh, claim Hennessy spit on one of them and engaged in insulting and threatening behavior. The lawsuit claims that uh, Hennessy and the group were racist and MAGA supporters. They say the term um, racist and narcissist were hurled at them. And they're saying that those words were defamatory. Uh, however, New York City uh, trial judge dismissed the case, saying that uh, this is a win for Cardi, basically saying that, you know, the level of insults weren't really racist. They were just that, insults. So there was nothing that they could really say as far as defamation of character or anything like that. But we do have a video of the incident so we can take a look at that give me just a moment here get that pulled up I don't know what I did. Just a second. Here we go. Here goes the video. You back the fuck out my face, nigga. Cause Move. I'll beat the fuck out of you. Move your vehicle out of here. Move the fuck out of my face. Okay. Don't ever come to a female pressing her while I'm not here. I'll near you. I don't give a fuck. Stop the fuck out my car! Stop the fuck out my car! Cause I'll pay my fucking taxes, nigga! Back the fuck up! Get away from me! Get the fuck out my face! You in my vehicle! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up, Kyrie! Suck my dick! Alright. Thank you. Bitch, I got a strap! Yes, I got a dildo showing up your ass! And your husband's ass! Suck my dick, bitch! Get the fuck out of here, Kyrie! I hope you know! I hope you know that you will be online and your husband. And, yep. And guess what? And guess what? I got full pack. They were yelling at Michelle, bro. Like, get out of here. Like, and I'm like, first of all, calm the fuck down, bro. I'm like, excuse me. Respect. Like, we're not even near you anymore. How dare you? sit here and yell and tell us to fucking leave like and bother us and basically harass us we move out of respect and you still came two men to us and yell get out of here go to your fucking country because you saw us parking here and we were speaking spanish and we're mixed we're fucking a fucking mixed couple like 
You know what I'm We're a mixed couple and we're lesbians. And you just and you guys just ganged up and put the MAGA hat like with the MAGA hat and put the flag up and just like we moved and you guys still followed us to parking space down, came up to the car and yelled to the top of babe. What they yelled? Please, because it was you. They came up to you and they said they yelled. What? They were like, get the fuck. They were like, get out of here, get out of here. You don't belong here. Go back to your country. The whole night. Like, like you can't fit. Like well, you can't park here. Like. For yeah. no reason. There was no car behind me or in front of me. Literally. There was nobody in front of me. I wasn't blocking nobody. And some other car pulled up literally in another spot. And he parked right there. They didn't say shit to that nigga. That nigga was not with them. Literally, he got his shit and left. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, yeah. you had a problem with us, nigga. Literally. Yeah. Everybody else was chilling. Everybody else was double like, literally. parked. We was chilling. I was gonna having a good time in the, in the beach. Literally, they literally harassed us, bro. Like, and it's sad. And it's really sad. Yeah. And I don't even want like if they, he wasn't yelling, right? Right, he was yelling to the top of the lungs of Michelle. Red, bro. Like yeah, you saw his face. You saw, there was bro. Red. I didn't even say a window down in the car, and they was yelling through the window. I heard him through the window. I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga saying? And I put the window down. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying, bro? Like, right. what you saying? He's like, you can't park here. Get out of here. Go get your own parking. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just moved from that parking. Like, I'm not in your way no more. Fuck wrong with you, boy. Yeah. Like, everybody here chilling. Nobody's leaving. Nobody's in their car trying to be. Yeah, just drop it on the thing. It should be in the downloads. Yeah, was I guess so. What they they got into it over a parking spot. I couldn't even understand what she was saying, man. Yeah, it was supposed to be over a parking spot. I wanted that shit to end. I just kept at it like when is it over? (laughs) Yeah, I just. Oh man! I didn't know nothing about that. I was just like, "Wow, they really gonna do that today?" Yeah. Like but, so, they they sued the the guy sued. Or she yeah, sued? they the, the New York City uh people they the party being our sister hmm. for defamation, saying that you know because Cardi uh, her sister name was you know calling them racist and everything like that. So I was just like, "Yeah, who knows, man." I don't know. But anyway, my other story today um, I had was for Nike. Mm-hmm. Nike is uh, pleased to announce a new chapter of collaborating with the Bryant family. Okay. In partnership with Vanessa Bryant, the collaboration will inspire new generation of athletes mm-hmm. and encourage youth participation in sports. 
Kobe Bryant means to uh, so many of us, not just NBA fans, but globally beyond, says John Donahue, president and CEO of Nike. His impact is in growing the sport, particularly encouraging women and young people to pick it up, endures as one of his deepest lasting legacies. Mm Together with Vanessa, we hope to honor Kobe and Gigi by championing championing a new generation for many years to come. So what they're going to do is just they're just going to collaborate with a whole new collection of um, shoes. Of shoes. Okay. For uh for Kobe. All right. So I got to I because I know Gigi. she was um she was upset with them for a little while. Right. So I guess they came back together and, and got a deal together. That's, yep. that's cool because uh, that's cool. I think I think Kobe was gonna try to bring you know build his own brand you know before he before he passed. Yeah, he was on his way, but hey, you know um, he's still taking care of his family, man. So that's that's all that matters. That's all that matters. You know so that's cool, and uh, I'll definitely you know give me a pair if they got something dope. Cause I, I definitely like. Uh, Supporting Kobe and what he was doing, even when he was alive, I did. So I got um uh, I'm gonna go to the comic book corner here real fast. Got talk about some of the uh, movies, some of the stuff that's going on in the comic uh, world. I'd like to talk about. I like to see. Um, first, uh, we're gonna talk about. Well, this is all we really talking about is <laughs> is it's Morbius. Uh, the first reactions uh, take aim at they say the worst credit scenes you've ever they've ever seen, and the movie's plot is horrible is what I'm, what they're saying so far. Uh, following the screening in London this even the first reactions to Morbius have been revealed, and unfortunately, they're not good so far. Uh, they are saying that the post credit scene is is really confusing, and a lot of people are are. are putting it under fire for what they they did in the post credit scene i'm not gonna see it so i already i don't even care about spoilers take it out um because i'm not going to i'm not paying three cents for that i wish someone just stopped making movies but you know they can't do that just sell it man sell the properties back to disney marvel start doing what they gonna do stop fucking up movies man they finna bring out craven they gonna fuck that up too yeah, I promise that's gonna be trash. It's like they fucked up every Spider Man. Bad. You know, I mean, Garfield Spider Man wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great either. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really like it. The first Spider Man back in the day uh, was good. The first one was cool. The third one was horrible. The second one was was okay. Uh, but you know, it's. I just wish Sony would stop, man. They got this Craven Hunter shit coming. They got um. The the I think what is it. Madam Web shit coming. Yeah, the Madam Web. And they're just doing anything, man, just to keep the properties, man. It's whack. It's pretty bad. But anyway, I'm gonna go over to sports. We got um them boys the in the NCAA tournament last night. We got the Peacocks <laughs> uh winning again. Tiny penises. They're on their way to uh way to the elite eight man to play uh look like usc i think uh so that's 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 insane man that these this team keeps winning but uh they beat purdue um man 
I don't know how they're doing it, but college is a lot different than it used to be with the one with the one in and in and out with one and gone and players even going to G League and um just some of the things that's decisions that players are making to not go to college nowadays is kind of making the pool a little uh weaker and everybody has a chance to win nowadays in, in college. Uh a team like the Peacocks may win the championship soon. Like something we've never heard of. But uh anyway, Duke over Texas, Texas Tech, uh Kansas over Providence, Houston beats Arizona. Um I thought they would go further than that. Uh, Arkansas over Gonzaga. Gonzaga, you know. They I can't always believe fold. Gonzaga lost. I can. They always fold. They never won. They fucked up my bracket. Your bracket I, was already fucked. It was already <laughs> trash. Already. They took me out all the way. That's who you picked to win? Yeah. I picked yeah, they That's everybody picked. You can't pick the number one team. I told you that. Hey. Villanova over Michigan. And uh, the Elite Eight is set, so we'll we get to uh, see that and see what's going on with the Elite Eight and see who wins. And the NBA, uh, Booker hit 49 on Denver in the big win the other day. I think Denver sh- uh, Devin should be in the um, MVP talks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Killing out there, man. And uh, I think we need to give him more props for what he's doing, man. Uh, you know, we want to give it to the big man to understand, but as the number one uh, record in the league, he's giving you 26.6, something like that, almost 27. But uh, I think that's the video. Yeah, that's a bad look for the Miami Heat, man. Um, you know, I know you, you, you the players like to get heated sometimes. You things get heated. You know it happens. But you want to keep these things in closed door situations. You don't want to have this spilling over into the court in the arena, man. I understand this happening in the locker room. 
those things happen. People get into it, things get heated. I get that. But uh, you got to have to, you got to restrain yourself when you're in that situation where everybody is watching you, there's cameras everywhere, you know, there's phones everywhere. So now, I mean, it's, you know, people just looking at them as they're uh, imploding. You know what I'm saying? So they've lost a few games in a row. Uh, they just, it's, it's not looking good. So, That's why uh, they got into a fight. Yeah, I mean they they lost they lost in a bad situation, so it, it's kind of it's kind of wild, you know. Jimmy Butler he has uh, gone team to team, man, and got into it with it, you know, with several players. So I don't know, man. Jimmy, uh, he's looking like he's he might be the issue. Minnesota, Chicago, he's burning bridges. I don't know, but. Um, denominator right exactly i mean he keeps going place to place and he's always getting into it with people so it's looking like he's the person that's uh that's the issue to me uh, I, I don't know what's going on but hopefully you know what i mean they get it together you see people um on the uh looking like that fighting and everything and uh hopefully they do better as a team this year but uh you got anything else moms no we can go ahead and jump into the final exam you know how to bring it up Are you ready? It's on you. <laughs> she's, so, uh, she's gonna explain. In the final exam, we give you five questions. Uh, if you get three out of the five correct, we'll donate to your charity of choice. Okay. Nobody wins. <laughs> Just messing with you. <laughs> Question one. Which famous painter was also a sculptor, an architect, and an engineer? Salvador Dali. That would be incorrect. Who is it? <laughs> that would be Leonardo da Vinci. Question two. The artist Kandinsky is considered the first for this type of art. The artist Kandinsky is considered the first for this type of art. Distortion. Right? I'm not our educator. <laughs> The American Gothic is one of the most recognizable paintings in the world. Who painted it? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. 
that is going to be Brett Wood. Next question. Claude Monet is known for his paintings of what? Self-portrait? Question. Which artist died poor but became incredibly rich after death? Um uh Francis Bacon. That's a lot uh, that's a lot of artists though. That's a lot of artists. Who is it? That would be Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah. That's a lot of them though. Like um the one <laughs> said is bacon, like him saying Yeah, he did he yeah. did become famous after death too. Like but, went in his house and like took his whole wall that he worked on and yeah. yeah. But the most famous one for it was Vincent. He he got the most famous after death. But that would be end of the final exam i don't want to know what i got <laughs> <laughs> we owe for some but i learned five new things so. <laughs> oh, i just had to do that one for you Wait. Bar Entertainment Films present There's Only One Name for News with Damon and Aisha. Habari Live Podcast. Habari Entertainment, a race against time. On a quest for glory. Habari News Weekly, HabariEntertainment.com. Catch us for more. Visit us, HabariEntertainment.com. Welcome back, welcome back. Habari live, all the way live in the house. Sorry for the kind of discombobulated show today. You know what I'm saying? We was out, one of our uh, engineers today, he, he went down sick. So um, we want to uh, end it out today. Um, and uh, uh, thank our special guest, Sheree Williams, for coming through. And uh, make sure. Guys. Thank you. And um, I'm going to make sure you uh, shout everybody out again about your um, your exhibit, Planet Sanity, and exactly how everybody can find it and everything. Oh, um, the, so the exhibit's up for like one more week. If okay. you have time to go and check it out, um, it's going to be with Nine the Gallery. It's in a shared space called the Lawrence Building. And they're open usual business hours and um, a little later at night on Fridays and Saturdays. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, check her out. Go check it out. Great artist. Great person. Um, and we'd love to have you on again. Come through anytime you have anything going on. We definitely love to let people know uh, where to find you and how to get you. 
Do you have uh, any Instagram or anything like that? Would you like people to follow you or anything? Just Sheree Williams on everything. For sure. For sure, man. Follow her. Look her up, man. Great artist. Great person, like I said. And thanks, everybody, for watching. And those who will be, will be watching, we'll have this up on um, uh, Spotify and everything else up uh, Monday. And uh, to everybody for listening, make sure you check out abarientertainment.com. Arbari Live. Peace.